Welcome into the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast, where we provide you with your weekly diagnosis of everything fantasy football, whether it's season-long leagues, dynasty, DFS, or sometimes even IDP. We got you covered all year long. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get to it. Welcome into the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast. And of course, I'm your host, John June. And without a doubt, on this Wednesday evening prior to Thursday Night Football, got my guy, Greg Penniman. Greg, what is good? What is good? What's good, fantasy people? Got this Thursday Night Football. We got Browns, Broncos, you know, kind of hype. We got a lot. Hopefully, these injuries don't affect this game. We want these players to play. So, yeah, let's get right to this game. I'm, I'm excited. Oh, I was on mute this whole time. You were. Oh, man. I wish there was a beverage here for me to sip so <laughs> for, my, for my grievances here. But we are breaking down Thursday Night Football. We will also be um, giving out our streams of the week. But there's also been some news here this evening or this on this busy, busy Wednesday where supposedly... Ooh. The Miami Dolphins are in talks with the Houston Texans to acquire Deshaun Watson. So, Greg, I will ask you on this Wednesday, do you trust or trash this rumor? And will Deshaun Watson, do you trust that Deshaun Watson will be uh, fantasy relevant in 20? 21 i trust that the trade could happen um i'm a trash that the the fact that he has fantasy relevance in 2021 just based on where we are uh in the nfl and just as a society i just can't see him without any of this like situation off the field it hasn't been situated yet uh for him for the commissioner and everything to let him back and play football so uh, i'm gonna go with trashing that he plays this year but i think he could get traded for sure yeah i think uh i I, i'm trashing all of it honestly um because i on him playing completely agree with your with your sentiments so i'm not even going to 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 go back down that that hole but in regards to a potential trade right like Deshaun Watson's value is at its lowest right now, right? Like, I mean, perceivably, like a team doesn't know. There's no, there's no, we don't know anything on a suspension or anything like that, right? Like you have no answers to those questions. So like, why would you give up significant draft capital? To me, I mean, John McClain, Houston-based reporter, how do we know this is not just something coming out of Houston to drive up that price for Deshaun Watson here. So I'm going to trash it. Um, but again, I could wake up tomorrow and Deshaun Watson could be traded. So that's the kind of world we're living in these <laughs> days. Things just happen. But the other things that happen is these dreams of the week. They yes, be So Greg, you're quarterback stream of the week, brother. What do you got? I'm going to go with my man Tua Tagovailoa. Uh, he is only, I think, believe, just right under uh, under 50%, 40% range. Um, 
He's going against this Atlanta defense where you know we love to attack that defense. Uh, had a pretty good game last week. Got over 300 yards. First game season high, 329 yards. Had two touchdowns uh, in that semi-shootout uh, against the Jaguars. Uh, I like his matchup here. Uh, the momentum is going. I think he's finding connection with Jalen Waddle and Mike Kosecki. He's getting those people involved more. So you'd love to see that. And, yeah, i like to win this matchup. Definitely like Tua uh, this week. We like to target Atlanta, 45% rostered. So he's probably out there in your league. Um, I actually do have another guy, but I'm not going to talk about him. We're going to talk about him a little bit later. Uh, but my quarterback stream of the week is actually going to be Jimmy Garoppolo, 10% rostered in Yahoo leagues versus Indianapolis this week. Seventh in fantasy points allowed to the quarterback position. He's at home favored. I've got him projected for the eighth highest touchdown rate on the week. And I think in a week with six teams on by Jimmy G makes for a nice cheap option that again, at 10% should be available in your league. Yeah, definitely like that. Him coming back, Kyle Shanahan and any quarterback that's going to play is going to have success. So yeah, I'm with Jimmy G. Especially also you got the caveat of Trey Lance dealing with uh, some sort of injury there. So you, you you know, the, the likelihood of getting vultured uh, goes down a little bit there. Greg, your tight end stream of the week, man. What do we got? I'm going to go with my man Mo Ali Cox uh, going against uh, the San Francisco game in uh, San Francisco 49ers in that game. Uh, this tight end week, you know, is just really looking. You got to reach deep in the back for this one, especially with six teams on by. So I think this is a guy, you know, he's got five targets in one game, four targets. He's getting more targets throughout the the uh, the season, um, I think he can get in his own. Yeah, I like that one there. Um, for me, I'm going with Ross Dwelly, 1% rostered in Yahoo Leagues, going up against Indianapolis. Filling in for George Kittle, who's injured. Ross Dwelly's run at least 20, uh, 26 routes each of the last two weeks. Uh, actually ran 26 routes on 29 Trey Lance dropbacks last week. So going to do some quick math. That's like 20, that's like 98% of the routes there for the San Francisco 49ers. And so he, uh, again, filling in for, for George Kittle, Indianapolis is a bottom 10 team in terms of fantasy or top 10 team in terms of the amount of fantasy points allowed to the tight end position over the last three weeks. And so I think Ross Dwelly is in play for, again, six teams on by, Everybody's looking for tight ends. So Hunter Henry would be probably at the top of my list. But if you can't get to him, Ross Dwelly is the guy. Definitely like that one there. Uh, Greg, your defensive stream of the week, man. What do you got? I'm going to go with the Las Vegas Raiders. Playing inspired last week. Uh, getting that win over the Denver Broncos. Five sacks in that game. Had uh, three interceptions in that game. I think this team is just rolling defensively. Uh, I think they can get more sacks against a running type style quarterback in Jalen Hurts, who could be, you know, susceptible to make mistakes when he's pressured. Uh, he'll get his fantasy points, but they're getting those turnovers. I think the Raiders can. Uh, and they're only 23% rostered, so go get them. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm actually gonna. It's it's tough out there, man. Yeah, man. Six teams on by. Everybody's yeah, looking for for defenses. Uh, I'm going with Miami, man. 23% rostered in Yahoo leagues. Two and a half point underdogs at home. Honestly, not much here except they're available. And according to 444.com, uh, Atlanta is the second best matchup for defenses after adjusting for schedule there. So 
if you're looking for a defense, one that's available, Miami uh, can definitely help you out. Although I do prefer Vegas. <laughs> Greg, let's move on to this Thursday night football matchup, man. As the three and three Denver Broncos travel to Cleveland to take on the three and three Cleveland Browns. This is a 42 and a half point, oh, 41 and a half point total. The Cleveland Browns are one and a half point favorites. In terms of the injuries here, the Baker Mayfield, he's out of this game with a shoulder injury. So um, that's definitely Case Keenum's going to be starting there. So we'll see how that impacts the Cleveland offense. But Nick Chubb also out with a calf injury. Kareem Hunt, he is on IR with a calf injury. Jarvis Landry, he is eligible to return from IR this week. So he, he could be activated prior to this game. Teddy Bridgewater on the Denver side is questionable with a foot injury. Uh, AJ Johnson, linebacker for the Browns or for the the Broncos rather, is on IR with a pectoral injury. And then to top that off, there's a ton of linebackers on the defensive side of the ball for the Denver Broncos that are out of this game. I mean, I'm not exaggerating. There's four or five linebackers that are out for the Denver Broncos. So. Uh, they're a little thin there in terms of the weather here. There will be some rain uh, as well as some wind. So that sh- that could impact the passing game there. Um, Greg, where are you at with this game, man? Ooh, it's a lot of a lot of injuries in there. I mean, to a lot of injuries in this game to a lot of key players. I'm going to go with uh, the Broncos, though. I'm going to go with the Broncos to win the game, take the spread. And I'm going to take the over in this game. Um, yeah, on the Broncos side. With Nick Chubb, if he's not going, uh, Deionis Johnson, one of the top guys in that waiver for having this spot start here. Uh, he's probably going to get that early down work. Dimitri Felton is probably going to mostly play receiver in the slot, hopefully. Uh, so that'd be that'd be good for for those two. Um, I like Deionis Johnson as like a low end RB two. Think Dimitri Felton could have some low end flex consideration if he's used as a receiver, especially if Odell can't go. He's dealing with a shoulder injury. Uh, Jarvis is like maybe rumored to come back as well off of the IR. So they could be bleak at receiver. So him and Donald's people Jones uh, would have some flex consideration. Uh, and the most, the stars of the team would probably be the tight ends as they use David and Joku. Uh, it seems to, you know, be had one of the leading receivers on the team. Uh, so David and Joku has some tight end, low tight end one upside. Well, also Hooper possibly getting a touchdown and on the Broncos side, Teddy Bridgewater has streaming value. Definitely against this vulnerable Cleveland defense. Uh, defense has just fallen off. You know, we talked about that during the the, the waiver wide pod episode. Corlin Sutton getting into his man high target share throughout the year. He's a solid wide receiver too for me. And you know that the, the saddest running back situation in the games, Javante and Melvin Gordon just eating each other's value up. Uh, they're pretty much both RB threes uh, until one can kind of tilt that trajectory. And you know, but you have them in your lineups because. There's 16 months by, so I know you, you're you're probably, especially at running back, teams are not deep, so you're probably putting, you're definitely putting in your lineups. I can't believe I did that twice, one Crazy. shot. Crazy. Crazy. <laughs> but I'm with you on this game here. I'm going to take the over, going to take Denver to cover, taking Denver to win. Uh, yeah, completely forgot to mention the Odell injury here. Uh, but he's he's missing some time there. So I think they really, you know, no Baker, no Dell. I think they really lean on this 
this run game here with with Dearness Johnson. He probably headlines this crew on the Cleveland side as the, as the top option uh, just in general, really. I think he's a volume-based RB2 uh, with the chance to score a touchdown possibly as well. Yeah. Uh, Demetri Felton, I totally agree with you. I think he's 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 in play. I, I would put, put him more in like desperation, flex, RB3, 4 territory. Uh, you know, him being eligible, obviously, on both sides as a running back wide receiver. Uh, but Joshua Kelly's presence also in this backfield is something that we should note. Um, you know, veteran running back from the Rams. Uh, we could see an RB, you know, RBBC running back by committee, uh, you know, without the top dogs in Cleveland this week uh, with Kareem Hunt and, and Nick Chubb. But, um, you know, I'm, it's tough for me to be to to want to attach myself to this pass game. I'm not saying I mean, typical backup quarterback, right? Case Keenum comes in, the line barely moves a point and a half. Cleveland's still favored. Um, then you remind yourself, you know, Case Keenum's a veteran quarterback. He's played in, in big games before played in playoff games. He, you know, I think he he's been in this offense, right. Coming from Minnesota where Kevin Stefanski was the coordinator. So he's going to be just fine in this game here against Denver, you know, operating the offense. But when I look at the 24 mile per hour wins here that are potentially going to be in this game, uh, then I, I really don't want to be part of, you know, attach myself to this past game. Uh, but I do agree David Njoku potentially is an option here if you need tight end help. Again, especially six teams on by. Yes, Keep sir. saying it. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, Teddy Bridgewater, uh, I, I referenced him before. He would be my top option uh, as a streamer, um, you know, if we're talking about guys that, that, are, that are available. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater is sub 50%. So he would, he would be my top option here against a Cleveland defense. That has been absolutely terrible. Uh, and then Cortland Sutton should be in line here for another nice game. Again, like we talked about, that Cleveland defense is not very good. And um, he's seeing he's he's eighth in target share over the last three weeks, 27.5% of the team targets. I've got him finishing as a top 10 wide receiver this week. So, I, yeah, I'm, I'm very much into Cortland Sutton. Uh, Tim Patrick, who I know you've been pounding the drum for, uh, heavy since you know the Jerry Judy injury, continue to play that man. I mean he's yes, he's continued to ball la- as well. Last week, last week of squeeze as we get before Judy. Yeah, comes back. <laughs> <laughs> you you gave give that last that orange one last squeeze. Yep, week. yep, yep. Uh, Noah Fant again. I mean I think the matchup is a little bit tough here, but he's gonna see these targets. He's gonna he should he should do well here. Uh, and then again with the Javante Williams, Melvin Gordon man. I mean. That split's never coming. It's it's, it's not going to change. It's going to be fifty fifty. Yes, sir. So, uh, it, you know, it, it is it is what it is. I'll I'll have to live with it. So I think you could flex either one of these guys, and and they'll be RB threes flex options until something happens and one of these guys gets more work. Just be glad that they're playing and they're not on by. Like you got some <laughs> options to play a running back this week because it's Honestly, looking right. Out there, like, man. Seriously. <laughs> Um, Greg, do you have a bold prediction for the peeps? Uh, I'm gonna go with Austin Hooper scoring a touchdown. Austin Hooper scoring a touchdown. Okay, I like that one. Uh, I'm gonna go with hmm. Cortland Sutton. Two tutties. Two tutties. 
Because like I love that. I mean, the hundred yards with the two. Yeah, that'd be. I'm not gonna do that, you know. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Eighty yards and two tutties. I like that. Definitely like that for fantasy teams for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, with that being said, we'll close it here, and we will catch y'all tomorrow as we break down the 1 p.m. games. And then, obviously, we'll catch you all on Saturday morning when we break down the remaining slate of games, do our starts of the week, and play some get money. So until next time, we'll catch you all later. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel, the podcast, and it'll be very much appreciated. And uh, we're out of here. Peace. Yeah.